Blog Talk Radio. Do body, 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 do body,
you know, that we do so. You know, when the mommies are happy, then the family is happy, you know. So, um, you know, so I had the opportunity of, of doing that last weekend. And then I've just been playing catch-up this week. I had the opportunity to hang out with my daughter and one of her friends and take her out and take them out to see a movie, eat, have a good time, and then, of course, you know, um, you know, doing the things that pay the bills. So it's been a busy week, but like you said, in gratitude and gratitude that, um, that I have the ability to do those things and to be with my loved ones. So, um, you know, it's been, it's been beautiful. And, I mean, we've been getting some heat too, honey. Woo, they're saying, like, this has been the hottest summer. Check this out. They said since they started recording temperatures, you know, Back in the day, as my daughter likes to say, because now I'm back in the day. But back, back, back in the day so when they started doing temperature, this is the hottest summer ever. So wow. we can say that, yeah, yeah, the I thought that was pretty. Ever. The it, hottest summer ever. Mm-hmm. Well, it definitely yep. has been hot. It definitely has been hot. And, you know, I said <laughs> at the beginning of the summer, I don't care how hot it's going to get, I ain't going to complain because I do not do winter well.
send the kitties in to do whatever they do. You know, most kids today are on their video games or whatever they're doing. Um, and take some time for yourself. You know, sit down, put your feet up, get your mind off of your day and your week, and let's have a conversation. You know, we're going to be talking about yeah. love, which is one of our favorite subjects. And, you know, sex is, of course, <laughs> one of our, our really, really favorite subjects. <laughs> But uh, we're going to be talking about love tonight, and um, and we also want the family to join us. This is going to be, you know, a conversation between us and you. So come with your mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings and share your stories as, as we are talking about the subject of love and attachment. Um, yes, you know, love. I love this topic, love and attachment. Mm-hmm. Um, Girl, look, yes. when I was doing this research, girl, some stuff came up, and I was like, ouch, 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 you on my toes, you are stuff, you're stepping on my toes. <laughs> because, you know, a lot of times you don't even realize, you know, with regard to the attachment thing, that that's yes. how I, and I'm only going to put it on me, that that's how mm-hmm. I am being, or that's how I am behaving. I was like, wow, hmm, okay, yes, yes, I get yes. it, you know, the lessons come, and of course, they come to help us to grow. So yes, yeah, honey. Yes. So <laughs> I um wow, that's <laughs> like I said when you told me that um when you brought this topic to um to the platform, I was like, yes, this is definitely something that I can identify as well, and I'm sure that the family can identify with it as well. And um as we mentioned, you know, this is a conversation that we like to extend with the family. I just love that we have a platform where we can do this, the where we can, you know, be open and candid about our real life experiences and then have the family, you know, chime in and talk about, you know, their experience. And as we were, we were talking on before the show, a few weeks ago, we had our show on love and the, I think I talked about it last week too, is that I'm still just the story that was shared, the piece that you read from your book, and the story that Sister Khadija shared just just touched just just touched my heart. So, um, family, we're gonna you know we're gonna get into talking about the topic tonight. But I wanted to do something a little bit different um, during that show. I got a chance to dedicate some songs to that were um, to the callers that shared their story. But I wanted to dedicate this song tonight to my sister Khadija. Um, it's when I when I was going through a playlist of songs, it doesn't really, I mean, it has something to do with love, obviously, but this was just more so not about the show topic, but this was about the sister here. So, Z, do you mind if we go into a quick dedication real quick, and then when we come back, we can get into our topic of love and attachment. Oh, absolutely, sister. You do your thing, and I can't wait to hear what you're going to dedicate. (laughs) Okay, okay. All right. So, sis, like I said, your story about you and um, your beloved, so just really touched my heart and really inspired me. So the song I want to dedicate, this is Brandy, and and this is one of my favorite songs. And, um, And the title is called He Is. So, sis. This is for you, and um, I love you. Thank you again for sharing the story. He is my Brandy.
Hello, family. Peace and blessings. Welcome back. This is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. Woo! Yes. What a beautiful song, Bonnie. Uh, oh, thank you, sis. Clean 
Khadija. Oh, my God. What a beautiful blessing. I know she received that in her heart. And, you know, Bonnie, I just want to say to you, you just have such a beautiful way of really, you know, honing in, so to speak, on where people are. You know, you shared with me how when Khadija shared her story, and I'm sure I'm sure you've seen her posts up on Facebook about um, uh, the loss of her beloved, and, you know, and that you felt that and that you feel that. And, you know, I felt that in your dedication tonight. And so we just bless our sister. Uh, we thank her for who she is after coming through such a tragic experience. And now, you know, we can even congratulate her on using that experience to bless the world with her mm-hmm. new book. Yay! What? Oh yes, yeah. so we have to we have to um, have on the show to talk about that. Wow! <laughs> yes, to be able to use an experience of loss and grief and share it with the world, come out with a book. Um, and I'm telling you, this book is this book is taking off like wildfire, and it's such mm-hmm. a gift. So I'm so proud of Khadija Ali and her co-authors. And we do look forward to her coming on. Uh, Hopefully, maybe later on in the show, she'll come and share a little bit with us. So thank you, Bonnie. Thank you for being such a beautiful, loving soul. We appreciate you. Oh, Oh, thank you, sis, for the acknowledgement. I appreciate you. Uh, So, honey, we got uh, got some stuff to talk about tonight. (laughs) Love and attachment. Yeah, love and attachment. And what's interesting is when you were just sharing with me about the article that you have, it's almost in opposite of what I found, you know, because the article I found talks about love, I mean, about attachment can be a positive thing. You know, there are times when it can be a positive thing. So we definitely want to look at both sides of the coin on that one. So, would you like to get started with yours, and then uh, and then I'll come in and share what mine is saying. So yeah, I was just it was interesting that um on lifehack dot org, I was on different you know interesting articles, and they were talking about the difference between real love and attachment, and. You know, so, you know, at first when you, you know, brought this on, I'm like attachment, you know, I'm thinking like clinginess. <laughs> I'm thinking about, you know, that jealous person that doesn't want you to go anywhere, you know, what what exactly, you know, is um, attachment and, you know, and if you have these traits in your relationship, does that necessarily mean, you know, is it love or is it just like aspects or components of it? So, this article this evening or that we're t- um, talking about, it talked about love is selfless versus attachment being selfish and that, you know, when we're in love, we're focusing on making that person happy, whereas when we're attached, it's more so, you know, where we're arguing, where there's tit for tat, um, where we're um, being manipulative and um, and seek to dominate the relationship. So I was like, okay, that's that's an interesting, um, <laughs> an interesting aspect to the difference between love being selfish. Because you know, if you think about it, in a relationship, that's what you are doing. You are you are focused on what can you do to 
make that person a better version of themselves. So, um, so that obviously that does that takes selflessness because you're not concerned about yourself, but obviously you're concerned about your beloved. And then you know, in return, it's reciprocated to where that person is doing the same for you, where they're doing the things that they can do to make you a better version of yourself. So that was just one aspect um, of one thing that the author mentioned in this article I thought was pretty interesting. And, you know, so that word dominating, you know, also came up in Mm -hmm. the article that I had. And and that's what you kind of feel like, you know, when you have that kind of attachment. And, look, I've been in Mm -hmm. relationships like that. I'm just saying. Yeah. I have been yeah. I have been the recipient of that kind of attachment, and um, I'm just going to tell you what you know what it says here, and then I'll go into my own experience. And so, um, this is from Sex Online, um, Sex Info Online. It's oh, a website okay. that's devoted to sex, health, and relationships. And the okay. article of love and attachment, and so they talk about um, attachment being defined as a connection or feeling of being emotionally close to someone, which is really okay. a good thing, right? And is a major okay. component of love. So it is a major component of love, attachment. You know, when you love someone, you do feel an attachment with them. You feel a connection with them. And so they say people have a built-in tendency to be attached to others emotionally from infancy. And you can understand that. You know, what, is, what, what does an infant do? The first thing they do is they get attached to their, to their mom, you know, to, to their caretakers. So while one can be attached to someone or something and not be in love with the object mm-hmm. of attachment, love sometimes cannot exist without attachment. Mm. Ooh, now that is interesting. Love sometimes cannot exist without attachment. They say the word attachment brings about fear in some individuals because it sounds like one is exclusively dependent on or constantly in need of another person. And I think that's what you were talking about, that clinginess, that domination. Um, but they yeah. also yeah, so, but they also say that healthy attachments can provide a sense of safety and reduce anxiety or stress. So, if an individual is exhibiting, they have broken it down into three categories of attachments, secure, avoidant, mm-hmm. anxious, and ambivalent. So, if you're one of those anxious, ambivalent folk, anxious, ambivalent attachment usually leads to jealous forms of love, and I think that's what we're talking about. You know, people in this oh, category, yeah. okay. tend have, and they tend to have low right. levels of trust and interdependence. They usually are less satisfied with their relationships than are securely attached to partners. And okay. since they feel an right. excessive desire to merge with their partner, they tend to be clingy, suspicious, mm-hmm. dependent, jealous, controlling, mm-hmm even at times domineering. Okay. So I'm going to go back to my personal situation. I was in a relationship, 
and I had just that kind of person. I mean, to the point where I could not go anywhere without Mm. him wanting to know where I was, what I was doing, and if I had, you know, like I had a set schedule of a place that I used to go on Tuesdays. Uh-huh. And he knew of this. You know, I mean, I used to go pray with my prayer partner. I had a prayer partner, and we would pray on Tuesdays. And he absolutely knew this is where I was going and what I was going to do. And honest to goodness, he would call me during that time. What, you know, and, of course, mm-hmm. I wouldn't answer, and then he'd be all upset. Why you didn't answer my Because I'm in prayer. You know, and it was, right. it, was so, it was such a horrible feeling to have that kind of cleanness. I couldn't use the bathroom without him coming in there and wanting to be heard. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was that kind no. of crazy. So now, when you have signs, I know that he had. I know he had. A, did he throw any signs to you? You know, prior to you, you know, the relationship. Continue. Like, what? What were the signs? Because I, I've noticed, like, with me, a few red flags, and just like, eh. I'm going to dodge this one. <laughs> you know, and I would say yes to that, except that I think that I was so wrapped up in, you know, wanting to be in the relationship that I ignored the red flags. I know right. they were there. Absolutely. Yeah. And so um, yeah. that kind of attachment is definitely unhealthy. It is not yeah. good, and it's jealousy. Um, if, you, you know, your spouse may see you, you know, just talking to a guy, you know, could be just anybody, mm-hmm. a coworker. That happened to me before too. <laughs> I was just having a conversation <laughs> with a coworker, and he came to pick me up, and all the, you know, well, who are you talk? Why are you talking to him? So, like, yeah. what? You know, so yeah. those kinds of attachments are unhealthy, and it it shows that that particular person has their own insecurities. You know, yeah, they are dealing yeah. with their mm-hmm. own levels of uh, trust, you know, mistrust. And, and that's just not a good thing to be in relationship with. But then they do right. talk about um, secure, securely attached couples. Mm-hmm. Now, so this is when attachment gets to be a good thing. So they say in this article, securely attached couples have high self-esteem. And they do not feel Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They enjoy feelings of love, and they trust their partner's displays of love. People in this Mm -hmm. category feel comfortable depending on others and having others depend on them. So this sort of attachment is very healthy in a relationship, and it usually brings the couple closer together. So you can can feel that. I mean, I'm sure you've been in relationships where, you know, that that beautiful attachment to one another, where you can, you know, you can almost tell when each other's thoughts are, when each other's feelings are, if there's something going on, you know, you feel Mm -hmm. that kind of attachment, and it's a good, healthy, loving experience, and it's not an experience that's causing hurt or harm or negativity. So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And like you said, exactly with all that, and, um, you know, and it's liberating, and and that's one of the things that they mentioned that where you know love is liberating, where as that type of negative attachment is controlling, and like we talked about it being 
um, you know, going with jealousy and insecurity. So obviously, you know, when you have those things clamping you down, you aren't liberated. You aren't, um, you know, you don't feel empowered in the relationship. And um, because, you know, you know, with love, obviously or, um, you, what you want is you want to, to be with a partner, again, that brings out that, that the best part of you. And so if you're worried about or if you're in a situation where it's controlling, hell yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be hard to to um, to do that. So, oh. Uh, right. And I think that when we're in that kind of attachment and we want to control another person, you know, that is mm-hmm. not, you know, that is not liberating. You know, to give, no. you know, one of the things that Abraham talks about, and I know many, I, I think most of our callers know who Abraham Hicks is. And if you don't, callers, Google Abraham Hicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, Abraham always talks about the uh, allowing, the experience of allowing. Oh. When, we're, when we're in yes. a relationship with one another, we want to allow one another to be to express ourselves in the way that we desire to do so and to and to mm-hmm. and to um you know you, you not tell the other person how they're supposed to be or what they're supposed to look like but allowing that relationship to unfold you know just in yeah. divine order and just in peace love and harmony and you know so and and I'll just say for myself I have been that person I have been that person um, I have been that person that wanted the relationship to be something different and wanted my partner oh, to be yes. something different. Mm-hmm. And so then I found myself, you know, mm-hmm. com- you know, complaining, you know, well, you know, you're doing this or you're not doing that or, you know, um, being suspicious, you know, well, you know, how come he hasn't called by now? You know, what is he doing? Right. You know, so I've right. been there. I've been the one. Yeah. You know, I really, I've been the one. You haven't been the only one. (laughs) So so you have company. (laughs) When I have gone to see, you know, gone to to places trying to check out, is he there? Did he he, he say he's going to be? I've been that person. And I did not like that about myself. And thank you, thank Mm -hmm. you, thank you, God that when I realized that that's what I was doing, I was like, I had to check myself, girlfriend. I had to like, wait, yeah. wait really? <laughs> if you that insecure, if you that, you know, that you got to be checking up on it, then maybe you don't need to be in this relationship or maybe you need to be having a conversation right. about your trust right. and what's going on in this relationship. So, right. so yeah, I've been on both right. sides of the coin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, um, yeah, you know, it definitely is a gauge to, to know, you know, just where you're at, um, sure. you know, in your life and your journey, and uh, you know, going off the law of attraction, attraction, light, attracting like, and what is it in this relationship? What experience am I supposed to be getting out of this relationship that's going to bring me closer to um, unconditional love, um, closer to you know, who I am. And so, you know, when you have that understanding, and and this understanding takes heartache and trial and error, but when you have that understanding, it's like, you know, well, this relationship served its purpose 
So now it's time to release this relationship to allow another relationship in. And it's also a time for us to take introspection as to if I'm behaving this way, what is what is the root of that for me? You know, obviously I've got some low self-esteem going on. I've got some trust Mm -hmm. issues. Where did that come from? So, you know, that's a time for me to do my inner work because we know as true students that anything and everything that shows up in our outer world really is all in us. And we are bringing this situation on ourselves for us to learn a lesson, for us to get something that's going to help us grow and evolve. So I had to come to know, wow, if I've got, if I have some trust issues, where is that in me? What's happening mm-hmm. with me? Where right. am I feeling? Maybe I'm feeling like I'm not enough, and maybe I'm feeling like that's why he's out doing whatever he's doing because I'm still feeling that unworthiness stuff, you know. So it really right. goes deep. It really goes a whole lot deeper than just the outer experience of. Uh, what it looks like to be in an attachment situation. Yeah. 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 Mm. So and um and then on the on the uh when we're talking about the love, you know, people have so many ideas of what love is and so I just wanna kinda share a little bit from this article. Um oh, okay. They, well let's let's yeah, go okay, into a yeah, quick commercial real our, quick. We yep, go into yep, a yep. quick commercial yep, and uh, in a song. And then we should get back into the love. Yeah, it, I love the way you say love. All right, family, we will be right back. All right. Break the cycle of mediocrity. Did you know that most people don't like waking up to an alarm clock every morning? How would you like to make a full-time income working part-time from home? The largest percent of people who make six-figure or more Do it from a home-based business. You can design your own future with a company that is fun, fast, friendly, and rewarding. The Lemu Company is new to the Baltimore area, looking for a few good men and women. If you are a leader and you're sick and tired of the Monday to Friday 9 to 5 grind, if you want to set your own schedule and pay, contact Gloria at 443-326-1943. That's 443-326-1943 or email gleach7 at verizon.net. That's gleach7 at verizon.net. I'll see you at the top.
This is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with the lovely. I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. And we welcome you back yes. to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Yay. <laughs> We're talking about love and attachment tonight, if you're just joining us. And, um, Bonnie, I was wondering if um, we wanted to see if the family had any uh, thoughts about the attachment portion of our conversation tonight before we jump into the love conversation. So uh, maybe okay. we could ask them to um, get into the queue if they want to say something. All right, family. Well, I don't see one anyone in the queue right now with their hands up, but... Um, Hold on, I do. Hold on, we're going to bring you in, caller. Area code 917445. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Good God, evening, queens. Peace and blessings to you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much. Peace and blessings, queen. Love to you, queen. (laughs) Thank you. This is Jacqueline from the plate of Merlin. Hey, Jackie. <laughs> I did not have a clue that there was a such thing as an attachment in a relationship. 
I thought it was just all groovy and gravy and good. And, um, but I've been identifying myself with it. And, um, mm, it's something else. It really is something else. And, um, and I believe I really yeah. got a lot of my, I really got a lot of my feelings mixed up with, um, uh, in the relationship and whatnot. And Z, when you right. were talking about, when Z, when you were talking about, you know, how attached your friend was to you, you couldn't even go and pray without him calling you. How about getting up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom? Where are you going? They're holding on to you. Where are you going? In the beginning, it seems cute. You know, oh, he loves me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, isn't that sweet? I'm so special. But then the mental and the psychological things that comes up behind it, you know, you're starting to look behind you and like, what is going on? You know, the the I was once secure in the relationship, but then I started watching my back because I started feeling insecure as to I don't know what's going to happen next. So this conversation you're having here, it really is an eye-opener for me you know, well, I had already had that experience, but I'm just saying, you know, at that time I didn't know what was going on, but now I'm able to identify as to what it is. You know what, Jackie? Thank you so much for saying that, um, because you and it's and it's you're right. In the beginning, it feels like, oh, look how much they love me, you know, but then that thing turns into a and, you know, you start to feel uncomfortable, like, well, I don't have any space. I can't breathe, you know. And so, no, so then it becomes that kind of uh, attachment that is unhealthy, and that, that's a big difference in the, in the healthy, really loving relationship and that one that is unhealthy. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Queen, for sharing. Thank and you, Queen. Now let me ask you this: When when you realized that you were having that unhealthy kind of attachment, did you make any changes, or did, what what happened with that? I you just go through it. No, I just continued on and and continued on until I got sick and tired of it. You know, because you lose yourself in the process of it because you are being. You allow yourself to be subjected to who they are and not to who you are. Mm-hmm. And you become right. that. Mm-hmm. 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 So it's, it's a good minute. It's a good minute. Yeah. And it doesn't allow you to grow, obviously, because of that. Wow. So when you. Hello? Yes, I'm here. I think we might have lost Ronnie. But, you know, so, and, and, what we know as true students is this. If it's showing up in our outer world, it's in us. So then the question would be, where is that in me? You know, where is that mistrust or that or that clinginess or that desire to have to you know, where is that? What is that? What is that inside of ourselves? And I think that that's 
part of the healing process, don't you, Jackie? That you know, that finding out. Okay, you know, well, if that's if that's showing up in my outer world, then where is that in my in my inner world, and how do I heal it so that it doesn't show back up again, and so that Absolutely. I don't have to endure it again? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely, and, and you know, and being able to identify what's going on in that moment, you know, because like I said, I was not able to do that until I found myself not knowing who I am in the process of it, you know. And wait a minute, and when I realized that I was like, when I realized that I was clingy, I got pissed off with myself. I'm like, what the hell? I was really carrying myself through some things because I'm like, I didn't realize that I was such a clingy person. I felt myself mm. to be that way. I'm like, is this really me? Am I that clingy? Want to be touchy-feely and all that? And want to be in control? Ooh. Wow. Okay. Mirror, <laughs> mirror, on the wall. <laughs> right. You know right. <laughs> So then we and so then we get to see our partner differently because we get to see them. Thank you for showing me myself because I get to do what then I get to make the change. You know, the serenity prayer says, "God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change." Well, I can't change nobody else, but give me the courage to change the things I can. I can change myself. And so when you find that in you, then you can say, "Okay." Clinginess and you know all of that stuff. I got the that that has got to be dissolved from my life. And and then you go, you do the work, you do more self love. And I think when we come to that place of self love, Jackie, and I know you're the self love queen, girl. I love you because you just self love, 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 loving up on yourself. But when you get to that place of self love, doesn't that stuff then just disappear? It just dissolves into the nothingness from whence it has come. And then you look back and you say, I'm no longer that person. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That's a beautiful place, a beautiful uh, place and space to be in. You know, it really, it really truly is. Yes. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Beautiful. We appreciate you. We appreciate you sharing with us tonight. And, you know, uh, just keep on being the most amazing a beautiful soul that you are in love and light, my beautiful queen. God bless you. Thank you again. God bless you. Thank you both. I love you both. Keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, my darling. We appreciate you. Thank you, you love. God bless you. <laughs> oh, I'm back on. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> Give me thanks. Give me thanks. Um, but, oh. you know, and that is so true what, what Jackie was just saying that, you know, we find ourselves in that, at least I'll, I'll just say for myself, when I see myself being that way. Sometimes we look at the things, that behaviors that other people are doing that makes us uncomfortable, and it's hard to see, well, how in the world could that be me? Yes. I like oh, that. my God. Oh, my yes, God. It is. I mean, it, 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 shows, it shows right on up. And you're mm. like, oh, so that's what that looks like. Yes. <laughs> So, and if I'm uncomfortable with someone doing it to me, then mm-hmm. how am I making someone uncomfortable when I do it to them? 
So, you know, that's that's a biggie for me. Like, do unto others as you have them do unto you. I don't want nobody clinging on me. I don't want nobody, you know, calling me every two seconds. Where are you? What you doing? You know, can't go to the bathroom. That's not what I want. So don't be that person. You know, I don't want to be that person. So, yay. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yay. Did anyone else, was anybody else um, on the line that wanted to say anything about the attachment portion of our conversation tonight? Uh, No, honey, I don't see any more hands raised in the the studio. Okay. Well, I want to share what the... um, Sex Info Online article has to say about love. Um, They say that there are many different theories that try to categorize love into different stages. One person that they mention is Helen Fisher, and she's a biological anthropologist who studies love and predicts that there are three different phases of love in our brain. Ooh, now just picture that. Three different phases of love in our brain. She says that these phases of love can be felt for the same person at the same time. Or they can be experienced completely independently from one another for different people. Okay. So one of the phases of love is lust. You know what that's all about. (laughs) (laughs) Lust, also known as the human sex drive, evolved to get humans looking for a variety of different potential partners. She says lust is the type of love that one feels when they see a good-looking person walk by. Well, you know, girl, oh, my God, look at that brother right there. You know, that feeling. Swaying her stuff and she looking all fine with her high heel shoes on or whatever. That that lust thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Or when they fall in love at first sight, you know, that's that lust. Um, with the way someone looks, the physical wanting or liking of another person usually categorizes lust. So I'm I'm sure as many of us, as we all have been on the planet, we've experienced that, right? I look. I, I agree. Look, I got my hand raised over here. I got, I got my hand, hand raised too. To, um, to that, oh man. He says that mm. you can be in lust with someone before you even have a conversation with them. So lust is simply the physical attraction that we feel for someone. And I'm wondering mm-hmm. if you're in lust with someone. It, I think with lust can really come attachment. Can it? I mean, what do you think about that, Bonnie? You know, if I'm you think sorry, about what was the question? When you're in lust, when you're in that phase of lust, mm-hmm. would would you find that attachment attachment can be centered around that lust? Oh, yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely. You know, because you can, you know, and not just lusting, you know, after looks, but you can lust after status. And and those are some things that you can get attached to, you know, attached to uh, the status of not being alone and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and, you know, for the sake of not being, you know, being with someone, you're with somebody. So um, I definitely, definitely think that's the case. Yeah. Uh, and I think yeah. that when you're in that 
when you're in that lust phase because you're mm-hmm. focused on the physical aspect of it, you know, that's kind of like, um, you know, where a lot of people get into that jealousy. I want nobody looking at you. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want right. you looking at anybody else. Um, you know, so that's that lust phase. She also says that there's romantic, passionate love. Oh, that sounds so like me. I love romantic, passionate love. (laughs) (laughs) I just love it. It involves the infatuation and focus on another person. And when this other person takes on special meaning in your thoughts, you can become obsessive about them. Mm -hmm. Romantic love is the feeling that most people would associate with falling in love with a person or being in love. It's kind of the honeymoon stage of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But who doesn't like romantic, passionate love? I mean, really? Don't you I mean, really? And if, if men, if you don't, then just know that your woman most <laughs> like 99.9 times, like she likes it. It's, uh, you know, the, the thought of that you 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 think of someone in that regard that you would do something, you know, that saying uh, or thought really counts. And, um, well, that's not the saying. I can't actually, I can't think of the saying right now. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, just the thought of putting effort um, into making someone smile. And, you know, and that's being romantic, just saying, you know, I love you, a quick note, um, you know, picking the kids up. You know, to me, that's romantic. Buying groceries, that's romantic. Yes, it is, girl. Look, and listen, the sex experts will tell you that yes. the foreplay does not begin in the bedroom. The foreplay began in the morning when you, you know, uh-huh. you left each other and you, or when you came home and you did the dishes and, and set everything up so that by yes. the time you get to the bedroom, uh, she's mm-hmm. all nice and ready. <laughs> Yes, I mean, that's my idea of foreplay, some grocery shopping and a Mm -hmm. bath. Mm -hmm. We're good. And dishes, and dishes. I'll do the cooking. (laughs) You're better than me because I'll do the cleaning. I'll clean up any day. Somebody else cook for me, please. Um, but that romantic, passionate love is, I think that's a place where the majority of us, especially as women, you know, we that experience. Um, mm-hmm. She also goes into the third phase of love, which is attachment. She says where levels of anxiety have subsided and where one might feel deeply connected with their partner. So she's talking about attachment as a deep connection. So that doesn't okay. feel to me like, you know, it's a bad thing or it's an unhealthy thing. So yeah, a deep- and, 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 the thing, and that's the thing about the English language and this word attachment. Like, we can give it a positive or negative connotation, you know, depending upon the experience. And, exactly. And I like the way, you know, this author's vantage point of what attachment is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I love when she says attachment is usually found in couples who have been together for a while, who have a deep understanding standing of one another and see each oh, other mm-hmm. as life partners. I mean, why wouldn't you want an attachment when you have that kind of relationship? That is good mm-hmm. attachment. You know, that is that's a lifelong bond. So, you know, so they say you're attached to at the hip, you know, you know. And, and yeah. that's a good thing. You know, and it's not that you're doing anything 
to make the other person feel uncomfortable. You're making them feel, you know, more secure and and and, and just involved in that in that experience together. Wow. You know, mm-hmm. what if what if you're yeah. in a relationship and you have no attachment? That doesn't feel good to me. I mean, just even no. thinking about having that yeah. thought, like there's no attachment. What? I, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> friends with benefits. Okay, maybe that's what we are. <laughs> But, but you know something, you know, in those type of relationships, that's where they are, you know, meet the, you, and that's the thing is just meeting each other where you're at mm-hmm. in that relationship where, you know, there's a mutual understanding of, you know, this is what it's about. And, um, and we, you know, we talk about communication, but communication, communication is so important. Um, oh, you know, important. so there, yeah. So there is no miseducation or, um, you know, mis- anything being misled in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's why it's so important so, to, to, you know, to really know what it is that you're looking for. I mean, you know, if mm-hmm. if you're in a relationship and you're the person who loves romance and, and passion and all that, and you've got a person, you know, like a couple of weeks ago we had Ken on, Ooh, that brother blew me away with his scientific way of being in a relationship. I'm still trying to grasp that. Um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, if I'm the romantic girl and, you know, I like all that good romantic passion stuff and you are the scientific brother that says you want to size me up and make sure that I got everything together so that, you know, I'm coming in and I'm bringing all my stuff in uh, that you desire and require you know, I'm a mm-hmm. you know I'm a certain height because if you want to have children, you want them to be a certain height, and you want to have a certain amount of money, and you want to have your goals and all that kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. you know that's why it's so important to find out where you are. What is it that you yeah. are wanting in relationship, yeah. and get that together so mm-hmm. you're on the same page and moving in the same yes. direction. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree, sis. <laughs> <laughs> But we're going to um, um, go into a quick commercial break and some music, and we're going to keep the conversation going. And, fam, we just want to remind you that you are welcome to chime in and conversate with us tonight by pressing the number one on your dial pad. And, again, this is Bonnie. You're lo- oh, look, see, I was going to do it again. I was going <laughs> to. Well, you can be the love and sex enthusiast. I'm a love and sex enthusiast and sexual wellness coach. Yes, I am enthusiastic about love and sex. And we both are. (laughs) Yes. So, um, so the the song that I'm going to be playing tonight, this is, um, you know, you guys, the family shouldn't be no stranger to who this is. And, and we, you know, we mentioned that last week. This is our anniversary, our anniversary month, and last week was our anniversary show. And you know, it's just funny that you know I'm doing radio, and you don't pay attention to, you know, if you listen to the radio. Well, me, I never paid attention to, you know, how DJs introduce a song or how they introduce a guest and stuff. So it's um. Interesting when I'm trying to introduce a song. Like, how do I introduce a song? And so I'm just going to say it. This is Elder Barge, Love Me in a Special Way. But I'm going to work on that because um, I'm still a newbie to radio. So <laughs> I'm claiming that. You're doing fantastic. All right. Keep learning and growing, sis. We love you. Yes, honey. <laughs>
Blessed family, this is Bonnie, your sexual wellness host, along with I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast, 
This is the mm-hmm. feeling of being physically attracted to a partner. Passion is the feeling of always wanting to be near your partner and always thinking about that. Oh, my God, I love that. <laughs> like when your beloved walks into the room and your knees start buckling and you get that little twit in your trap. <laughs> what did you say? Hold on. Who did you say that? Why get that twit in your twat? <laughs> You know, you know, you get that feeling, Love you know, it. your yoni starts vibrating and, you know, pulsating when your man walks into the room. I don't know what happens to men, you know, maybe their yoni, I mean, maybe their lingam starts bopping up and down or something, you know, just hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what happens. Like. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of passion that you feel. You know, it's that warm feeling and your heart starts to flutter. Um, I just think that is that's what it is. It's so beautiful. And so um, he says that passion usually characterizes the first stages of a relationship. Passion can, however, mm-hmm. be similar to infatuation or lust and can be expressed in many ways, including sexually or romantically. So intimacy mm-hmm. and passion are types of love. And then the third one he talks about is commitment. Oh, my okay. God. Biggie, biggie, biggie with the commitment, right? This is the decision (laughs) one makes to be loyal and faithful to their partner in many ways. And it involves open and honest deciding between both partners that they want to develop Mm -hmm. and maintain a satisfying and lasting relationship. And that, you know, of course, a lot of times that's what leads people into marriage. You know, hey, we want to be committed. This is our life. We want to take it to the next level where we are walking together to a future. You know, we're planning, we're growing together, and you, and we're exclusive. This is it. Right. Um, right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that commitment, and of course, you can make you know have a committed relationship without marriage, but um, you know it involves planning for the future, working out problems, and consciously avoiding doing things that may hurt your partner. So mm-hmm. you know those are the three types of love and I'm pretty sure that each of us has had um these experiences you know we've had intimate relationships we've had uh, relationships of passion and relationships of commitment and um oh yeah I had all that and like and all in the spectrum (laughs) and um in between but But you um, know what was interesting Ronnie when um I can't remember which one of them said it um, that you can also have these feelings for one person, but you can have these same feelings for other people. So let's say you're in a relationship and, you know, you've got the passion, you know, you've got the commitment, but you may have um, you may have another kind of a feeling for another person at the same time. Mm. I think that's, you know, and that's, sometimes where we can really be um we can really get caught up in that thing called attachment because <laughs> if, you, if you're with a man and you know he has you know let's say for you know let's say he had you know a former girlfriend or something you know that you know when you when you leave a relationship that doesn't mean that you stop loving the person or caring about the person right. it doesn't mean that you're right. not moving forward in that relationship so you may still right. have feelings for that other person. And then, now here you're in a relationship with me, 
but yet you still have feelings for this other person, that can be a really, really edgy place to be. And Mm -hmm. if I'm the kind of person that's in attachment mode, I'm not going to want you to have those feelings. Well, you got to drop that. You can't, no, (laughs) that can't happen. But that's like an impossibility because you can't stop people from feeling what they feel. What do you think about that? Well, honey, I mean, like you say, you know, you can't stop the people from feeling the way they feel. But, you know, a lot of times when you have that, um, you know, that type of situation is like, you know, the other person has to deal with something they need to deal with from the past. And so, you know, because when, Oh, gosh, I think we lost Bonnie again. <laughs> so so I just want to go on to say this with regard to that. Um, if you, if, if I'm loving, if I have, like, for instance, I'll just say, I'll just use, you know, past um, marriage. You know, I still have uh, a love for a former husband. You know, I still have a concern for them. I still have that. You know, it's not the same kind of love that I have for my current mate, but I still love them. I still care about them. I still want to know, are they okay? So, you know, that is what, you know, I can't, and I wouldn't expect my current mate to say, well, you can't have those feelings. I just think that that's an impossible place. Hello? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of keep going on. Um, Okay. Yeah. But I was just saying that, you know, I put myself in a situation where, okay, if I'm in a current relationship, um, I have former husbands that I still care about mm-hmm. and I still have a love for. It's not the same love okay. that I have for my current mate, but I still love them. I still care about them. I'm mm-hmm. still concerned about them. I still call them up and say, hey, how you doing? Or, you know, if they call me. Right. But if I'm in that right. kind of attachment mode, or my mm-hmm. mate is in that attachment mode. He said, well, I don't want you to have no communication. And I don't, you know, wow, that's that's really asking right. for something that is hard as a human being to just dissolve just because you're in another relationship. Mm-hmm. And I right. think that that's right. part of that allowing that um, Abraham talks about. It's just allowing people. doesn't mean stepping out. doesn't mean cheating. It just means that it's okay for you to love another person. You can still love another person and love me. You know, you can still mm-hmm. have feelings for another individual and be in relationship with me. So I was just wondering right. uh, what people thought about that. And it looks like we've got a couple hands raised on that one. We have some hands yeah, raised. Yeah, we do. We do. And, and and what I was saying, you know, before we got cut off is that, you know, the individual that feels that certain kind of way um, about the, you know, if you're in a relationship and they don't understand that you have a, a genuine love for a person that you share that connection with, they might be dealing with some things themselves that they haven't um I'm dealt with in past breakups, so they're bringing that on to the relationship. So, um, you know, so with that, you know, how do you, um, you know, in that situation, you know, what do you do when you experience that? Well, I think one of the things that we can do is look at ourselves, you know, if it's us displaying that characteristic, 
where we don't mm-hmm. want our mate to to have any communication or we feel like they shouldn't love anyone but us. Um, right, right, right. Look at right. ourselves. You know, okay, where am right. I feeling um, low self-worth? You know, where am I feeling mm-hmm. like I've got to have this to myself? You know, because that's not realistic. It really isn't in the scheme of things, um, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. You know, so right. I don't know. Maybe somebody so, else yeah. thought about that. <laughs> well, we do. It looks like we have have a caller that's chiming in. Area code three zero one five nine. Welcome to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Peace, Queen. How is everybody tonight? Peace, Queen. Yay, peace, love. <laughs> I just want to say, number one, I'm enjoying the music. Bonnie, girl, girl, you be. You be doing it with that music. I just need to say that to oh, you. So don't ever worry you, that you sir. are not doing it and announcing it. It don't even matter. The music be so fire. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to start hanging up the damn phone. I've done disconnected twice tonight. So <laughs> trying to get my technical self together. But I appreciate you. This, Absolutely. Um, for, for the feedback. Yeah, I mean, like I missed it. That's you, your energy and your story, sis. You know, just um, it, it means a lot to me that you, you know, allowed yourself to be vulnerable to share that story with us. So um, it just oh, resonated yes, so deeply, and you know, to me that that again that that a love like that exists, and. Um, you know, and somebody that I know and I care about has the opportunity to experience that type of love. So, um, again, I, I thank you. <laughs> this is my oh, small token of my appreciation. Give thanks. That means a lot. It really does because, you know, oh, thank you, sis. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. I did want to talk about, like, this idea of love, and and um, I think for me, I'm very, very um, open, and I want, like, when I'm dating somebody, I want to hear about, you know, whether or not they care about somebody else outside of me or, like, what's really going on with them because as a person who you know, lost, you know, I lost my husband and, you know, there was love there and there's still love there. Um, I think I understand a little bit more um, if, if like, say, a significant other, and I've had situations where uh, somebody in my life was just coming out of a marriage and he came and he shared with me, like, you know, the day that he signed his divorce papers that he was feeling some type of way about, you know, the whole situation. And, you know, I said to him, I said, thank you for being honest. Like, if you had acted like all tough and like you you don't care no more, like I would have gave you the side eye. I said, but just to hear that you, this is someone you were married to somebody for over 10 years. And to say you don't care about them or you don't love them no more, that would be crazy Mm -hmm. um, to hear that. And I think think whether you're a woman, 
dating a man or a man dating a woman to allow uh, your significant other that space to be honest and forthright mm-hmm. about how they felt or maybe they had a, a relationship that they really loved the woman and it, for whatever reason it got messed up and they still love her. You know, like that right. to me says you have feelings and that you, you care and that you're not just out here saying you love somebody when you really don't. And you, so to right. me, I, I, I cherish that and I honor that when a man um, can open up and say, yes, I still love Sheila from five years ago, you know, because mm-hmm. I know I still love Kareem Ali from nine years ago and always will, right. mm-hmm. you know. So I just wanted right. to add that to the combo. Well, thank you, sis, so much Peace. for, um, you know, for contributing to the conversation. Because, you, you know, you're absolutely right with that. You You want to know that um that the person that you with that they have a level of that love and, and compassion for someone um cuz you don't want no stone cold hearted you know type of person because mm-hmm. you know that speaks that to me that's a that's a red flag as you mentioned yes. that um yeah that um that they're hiding something mm-hmm. or um or that you know there's some things that they um you know, need to deal with. And I like that, you know, giving them the opportunity to have that space to heal. Because, you know, just like we talk about women, you know, as doing the work, you know, men, they, they have work to do too. They've undergone, right. you know, relationship traumas and dramas just like we have. <laughs> just like we have. Facts. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. so, um, you know, we don't want to take that on to the next relationship. Ideally, we don't want to take that on to mm-hmm. to the next relationship. So, you know, well, as women, well, we're mature enough to recognize those things so that we can present those type of conversations to um, to relationship. You know, that also says something, you know, about um, where we're at in our journey as well. Absolutely. And may I just add as well, and thank you so much, Khadija, for for bringing that up. Um, and when a man can openly and honestly and authentically share that, that you know, that's a huge, huge thing to tell you about who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he's not able to do that, when you, if he's not able to say that, that could be a red flag for real to say, well, how is he going to be in relationship with me? Is he able right. to be able to even be honest about his feelings with me? You know, so mm-hmm. um, you know, I look for that. I look for that kind of humanness, that soft space, yeah. that gentle space, you know, and that authenticity. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to hide yeah. it. You know, because right. you know, eventually it's gonna come out anyhow. So right, I, right. And we're women. We're intuitive, so we can we know we can feel exactly. it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, Absolutely. We already know. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you so much, Queen. Love you so much. We appreciate Give thanks to y'all. Peace. Peace and love. Bless you. God bless you. Mm. Wow. Well, sis, we are at the top of the hour already. And, um, you know, here it is, another Friday. I tell you, the time goes by fast, sis. And I just, you know, I, I enjoy this time spent with you. 
Oh, oh on this Friday too. evening. Yeah. You make me feel so much. <laughs> oh, I do too, Bonnie. You know, we just it's just like we just girls having a conversation and we just you know, we invite our family to come in and join us and it's so beautiful and we thank thank them so much for joining us tonight. Um, I know we have an announcement and I think we still have a commercial that we have to do before you lead us out in a song. So let's yeah. go with our announcement. Miss Bonnie. All right. Yes. So, family, um, as we mentioned, we are, this is our anniversary month. We have been doing love, sex, and nutrition every Friday for one year. So, you know, that deserves some, that deserves some applause, Z. So, we're going to get the, the applause going, <laughs> going in on that. Okay, well, it didn't cue in like I wanted to, but, oh, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right, so. Yes, so yes, family, yes. So we wanted to announce to you um, this evening that starting in the month of September, we're not going to be here every Friday. We're still going to be on here on Fridays, but we will be here on the 1st and third Fridays. And the third Friday, we will also be having the love um, divine sex goddess, love goddess Janine Ingram. She will also be here with us every third Friday. And then we will also be here on a fifth Friday. So on months like October and December, we will have another show. But again, you know, starting in the month of September, we will be having our shows for the third Friday. It was a very hard decision. Um, Z, this is, it wasn't an easy one, but um, Z and I both decided that, you know, we, in, in order to continue to bring you, you know, quality content and a quality show, we wanted to, um, you know, just do that. And this allows us the opportunity um, to do that for you. So, like I said, we're not going nowhere. We're just not going to be here every every Friday. So, yeah. uh, woof, Z. I know. Was... Look, and it's so funny because last week we were going to make that announcement and everybody was giving us all these accolades and telling us, you know, keep on going <laughs> and how wonderful it was. We didn't have the heart to say that to you last week. So, no, we, we did And I also want to say to you, family, um, we appreciate you so much for your support, your love over this past Mm -hmm. year. And we just invite you, if you have topics that you want to discuss, or maybe you might run across an article or have a conversation, and you say, oh, this might be a good thing to talk about, or let's talk love, sex, and nutrition, hit us up on our Facebook page, Ronnie. Tell us how they can, can reach out to us and, you know, maybe send us some show ideas as well. Yes, yes, you can hit us up on Facebook on Love, Sex, and Nutrition. That is our Facebook page. Or you can email us at Vonnie, V-O-N-I, at lovesexandnutrition.com or lovesexandnutrition at gmail.com. And um, and so those are those are the best ways to reaching out to us. And we're also on Instagram, Sexual Educator is the, um, the Instagram Oh, no, I'm sorry, Love, Sex, and Nutrition. That is the Instagram tag. 
And, yeah, like Z said, please, you know, reach out to us. Let us know how you like the music, um, how you, um, or if you don't like the music or you have any suggestions because we, this is, you know, this is not our show. This is our show, family, our show. And we're, you know, we created this platform so that we all can be in on the conversation. So um, we just want to, you know, keep that going. That is, um, you know, what, what it's all about. So, um, but we love, but yeah, you know, and then, and then, and we love when you share as well. So, um, you know, look for us again on Facebook. Because you've been putting some really good articles out there. And, Sam, I want you to check them out. You know, we put out a lot of good information that's relevant um, to the times and relevant to, you know, different situations and um, and things that we're going through, through in life. And then also, you know, expose you to something different that you may have not have known prior to looking or listening to Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. So, okay. yeah, Sam, um, we definitely, you know, we, we love the feedback, but continue giving it to us because, um, you know, like I said, you're, you're in this like we are. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And it does take a village, right? They say it takes a village to yes. raise a child. It takes a village to... To, to offer support and encouragement and, you know, to see us be successful and, and to serve, you know, our, our desire is to serve you. And we also want to serve mm-hmm. you in the manner that you desire to be served. So if it's something that you yes. want to talk about, mm-hmm. um, you know, feel free to let us know about it because we are just open and receptive to learning and growing ourselves. I tell Vonnie all the time, when these uh, conversations come up, I, they come up to teach me something. You know, I'm learning. <laughs> yes. we, like you said in the beginning, we're not the experts. Uh, we do our research mm-hmm. and we find good topics to talk about. So we appreciate mm-hmm. you also. Uh, we also appreciate your comments on Blog Talk Radio. You know, you can go to Blog Talk Radio and put your comments in, and also that uh, helps us out as well. So thank you. We love you so, so much. Um, mm-hmm. And I thank you for being here tonight. Uh, if you want to read more about the love and, and attachments um, in that article, it is posted up on our page. Um, and just stay in love, family, you know. And, and remember, attachments do not have to be a bad thing. It can be a really healthy thing. You know, when, when you're mm-hmm. attached to someone and you feel that closeness, that intimacy, that passion, and that commitment, that's a beautiful attachment. It's when, uh, you know, when you've got that attachment that's causing uh, pain and discomfort to yourself and others, that's the one you want to work on releasing. So stay in oh, love. Yeah, yeah. Stay in light. Bonnie, I'm going to turn it over to you, Queen, to take us out with some more beautiful mm-hmm. music. Family, I love you so much. Be blessed, and we will see you um, Next Friday we'll have um, Janine yeah, on the Janine's show. Gonna be here. She's going to be talking about her kink. She's going to have her. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we getting kinky. It's yes, kinky we are talking about kink. <laughs> <laughs> yes, family. Oh, I love, I love this platform. Where, I mean, we can just have just a wide spectrum of different types of topics and shows. We could talk about love and attachment one week, and we could talk about kink and getting kinky um, the next week. So 
Join us family next Friday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time for Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. Again, this is Bonnie, your sexual wellness coach, along with... I am Z, your love and sex enthusiast. Oh, oh, look, I, I, I need to play an applause for that. <laughs> Listen, you have a peaceful week, family. God bless. One love. God bless. Welcome to the Family Healing Circle, where we inspire awareness, manifesting, motivating, and educating every day. On Sundays, it's Make Me Feel It Radio with Stacey Ferguson. This show is starting a movement as it seeks to inspire people to grow and change the world through personal and financial development. On Mondays is Totally Whole with Pastor Cook and Dr. Maxine. This show addresses issues related to spirituality and mental health. On Tuesdays, it's Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells. This show will help you get your money right and your financial house in order. On Wednesdays, it's the RN Perspective with our own RN, Stacey Lamore. Change the way you think about health by understanding the connection you have with all things and how your habits affect your health. Learn to heal holistically. On Thursdays, it's four weeks, four different shows. Five weeks, five different shows. The first Thursday of the month is Total Empowerment, where beauty and strength is enhanced inside and out with Angela Hardy. The second Thursday of the month is One Love, One Connection, One Us. Turn your relationship into a spiritual union with Reverend Arlene Cahette and Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. The third Thursday of the month is the Sacred Masculine Show with Reverend Jamel Gilliam, a show for spiritual brothers and the women who love them. The fourth Thursday of the month is the Inner Consciousness with Reverend Harvey L. Bailey. This show explores the inner world of our mind and gives advice on spiritual growth and self-healing. The fifth Thursday of the month is Healing Paradigms with Reverend Arlene Cahat, healing the mind, body, and spirit through changing viewpoints. On Fridays, it's Let's Talk Love, Sex, and Nutrition. It's sexual health and fitness like you've never heard it before with Vondria Walters and Zakia Lana. The Family Healing Circle on Blog Talk Radio, 7 to 9 p.m. every day. And now you can subscribe to our YouTube channel at Family Healing Circle Media. Family Healing Circle, healing from mind, body, and soul.